This is Brian Wappler with another episode of the Chasing Tone Podcast, the podcast about guitars, amps, effects, as well as a healthy dose of interesting off-topic discussions. Joining me today again is Blake Weiland, host of the Tone Mob Podcast, entrepreneur, and effects pedal junkie, as well as Richard Oliver, Wampler's own man of many hats, longtime tone chaser, and digital entrepreneur. Good morning and good afternoon, peoples. Hello. Good afternoon. So, where are we going to start at today? Apparently, we we talk too off-topic about things. We should just do an episode about capacitors and resistors and, um, you know, impedance. So, that's a really interesting one we should talk about. You don't know <laughs> anything about electronics anyway, so what's the Well, point? I'm still learning. I just yeah. bought this book on on eBay called How to Modify Guitar Pedal or some stupid name like that. It's like know. $700, right? Like 700 bucks, yeah. yeah. I, I sold a... <laughs> I, I found a two before on the side of the road, sold it on Marketplace, and bought this book, basically. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know? Was this an eight-foot two-by-four? It, it was an eight-foot, and it oh, rates about, about $1,000 for those yeah, right now. Yeah, I, so. I've missed the relevance of this wood-based meme. I've seen it all over the internet. Is wood really expensive oh. out there right now? Oh, ridiculously expensive. Yeah, like crazy. Yeah. But yeah, you've got that's... a country full of trees. <laughs> yeah, I also had a country <laughs> shut down all manufacturing for you know however long and uh well, we yeah. know that feeling yeah yeah so, I've, and then I've got... but everyone was still building decks during quarantine though. oh they were yes like... <laughs> so yeah. they depleted all the supply and not the good type the pal peralta type etc no. no no not the skateboard decks oh, no, no yeah. i wish uh-huh. Yeah. In fact, I have a couple boards that I had to buy because, you know, we were doing house remodeling while everything was going on. I've got like five boards. I'm like, I got to take this back because this is literally like 150 bucks mm-hmm. worth of wood. Five, five boards, five yeah. tubitins. Yeah. It's I ridiculous. Went, I went to Home Depot looking for uh, some like plywood just to help level a floor. And I was like, this four by eight sheet of plywood. Just regular plywood is forty eight dollars. Like <laughs> I was like, what in the world is going yes. on right now? Yeah, I mean, wood to build guitar cabinets is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, I forget how much Avi was telling me it was it, it was I think it's like over a hundred bucks for a sheet it's of mostly one like bir- million birch, dollars, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's mostly birch, I believe. Wow. But uh but you know, it's like um Oh, is it seven eighths? I think they use or not seven eighths technically. I forget the millimeter, but it's uh, you know, it's not like your three quarter that you'd buy at Lowe's or something. You know, it's yeah. it's kind of specific and it's it's a different density and re- really void free Baltic birch. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Artisanal hand sawn. <laughs> hand hand sawn. Right. That's basically what I'm doing now. Is just growing trees on my property since. Uh, you know, not doing what, anything what else. What kind these of days. trees are we talking, Brian? Are we talking Baltic, the good type? Oh, Baltic birch type. No, that's mostly. he doesn't live in Oregon. Oh. <laughs> I we thought can he do was that talking here. the. Can you? Okay. Yes. I'm moving out there. No, I'm not. Someone accused me of indulging in fungibles before last week's episode. I, I think they did. Slanderous. How how dare they? How very dare they? Some some of the memes coming uh through the through the Facebook group though are fantastic. Oh yeah, Felicity's <laughs> been really uh, hitting it good. I mean, yeah, there's some solid memery going on with the show these days. <laughs> solid, and memory. we will be sharing a lot of that to our Instagram. I which, might name uh, my band yeah. Solid Memery. 
so like that. Yeah, we should we should actually plug the Instagram real quick because uh, we haven't really done much with the Instagram page for four years, <laughs> something crazy <laughs> like that. It's funny because one of the more recent posts on it was when I sent you guys, well, that shirt you're wearing and uh, beer like four years ago before I was actually part of the show. I sent you guys some beer, and that was like one of the more recent posts on it. And I was like, wow, that was before I was even on the show. <laughs> what? Serendipitous. But yeah, we're uh, we're posting a lot more stuff there. I just posted up the uh, goat yoga this morning so people could mm. see that that was real. So there's a, there will be a lot more relevant content uh, flowing over there. By which you mean completely irrelevant content, right? Well, I mean relevant to whatever nonsense we discussed that week. Yeah. Excellent. I, I think we the screen, agree. what's the screen name? Chasing Tone Pod, I think. Something like that. I guess Chasing Tone Podcast. You're Chasing Tone it. Podcast. Yeah, it's easy. There you go. Chasing Tone Podcast. Yep. So. And then uh, we're also starting a OnlyFans page, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're am. starting an OnlyFans yeah, page. Yeah, I'm starting an OnlyFans page. I don't know what you guys are doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is there a special be me eating tacos group? the whole time? Yeah, for for bears with chin straps? Is that is that <laughs> the uh, is that your category there? Yeah, is that bad? Is that is that a bad thing? Nothing wrong with that. I don't think. That's no, right. fine. It's All fine. right, just just checking. So guitars about, and pedals. <laughs> I want to talk about some music stuff real quick that I've been yeah, yeah, yeah. that I've been doing. So I I did some I did some math recently, which is really hard for me because I'm stupid. Um, but I realized so I'm on Apple Music, which is a you know it's a premium service you have to pay for, just like Spotify Premium. And a couple things that I didn't realize recently uh, were recently revealed to me. One, that Spotify Premium actually pays more per stream than the pay, the unpaid version. So if you just have the regular ad-based Spotify, it doesn't pay the artists as much per stream as if you were actually subscribed, which makes sense because, mm -hmm. you know, they're making yeah. money at that Hard point. Hard cash, right? Yeah. yeah. And Apple Music, you can't even get – well, you get a free month. And then you have to pay for the subscription after that. And I've always just been on Apple Music because I have Apple devices. And when it rolled out, I was like, sure, that sounds cool. And then I found out later that it supposedly pays a little bit more than Spotify. Oh, really? Yeah. More, more on that here in just a second. But what sure. I realized is like, wait a minute. All of these services advertise millions of artists. You know, you can stream as much as you want whenever you want. And I was like, well, you know what I can do? I can just queue up somebody that I really like on a separate device and let it run all day long and all night long. It doesn't matter if I'm in the room or not, but I can just right. let it run. And uh, I did I did some research because I, I sent this out to my text chat people, and some people had some reservations about it um, as far as whether it would actually benefit or whether they would start counting you know, like if they would start tracking that and being like, no, this doesn't count because you've played, you know, this too many times in a row or not. And at least as far as Apple goes, I haven't found anything that would lead me to believe that that is bad. As long as you like put it on a playlist, and you're not playing the same song over and over again. That was like potentially they would consider that a little weird. But if you just like queue up a, a playlist with your favorite artists and run through all of their songs just hmm. on a loop, that that all counts. And yeah. 
which which leads me to the next point, which is Apple recently came out and said publicly they pay an average of one cent per stream to the the people that own the rights to that music. Spotify has never publicly said what they pay, but it's largely been calculated to be an average of point zero zero. I think there's might be another three, zero in there. three, yeah. four. I think yeah. Yeah, it's fractions of a cent. So wow. So yeah. that right there like to me is a reason to switch. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like okay, you know, I, I'm glad I've been on Apple this whole time, but they publicly and they said it is an average and like it's not an exact figure, but they at least have publicly said this is what we're shooting for, and we pay every buddy the same apparently some spotify label like labels like not spotify labels but labels that are linked up with spotify actually get different rates than independent labels which is nonsense right well, the owner of spotify like, needs to get to space to join jeff so you know <laughs> he's so. got to make that rocket fuel money somehow Blake. <laughs> come on so let me get this straight what you're really telling our listeners is go on to apple music add uh, American Cyclops to a playlist <laughs> of just American Cyclops. That's right. And, and play that a uh, hundred thousand times a day. I, ironically, that'll be available tomorrow <laughs> on all the streaming platforms. How about that? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that is that is why I got to looking into it. I'm like, how does all this work? And then I realized, I'm like, oh, I have friends that have music. And if this is what gets really funny, the math is kind of kind of interesting. If you get a hundred people to stream, say, I, I did it on an average of a four-minute song. If you got 100 people every day to stream your stuff on a loop for 10 hours on Apple Music, uh, you you would actually end up generating about $54,000 in streaming revenue, hmm. which is 100 people is not that many. Now, that's right. a big dedication to get somebody to go cue that up and keep it going 10 right. hours a day every day. That's not really going to happen. But it's just kind of interesting to see how the math shakes out. I even took it down further to if you did like 10, I think I said 10 people, and they only did it 250 days a year, it was still like four grand or something. So so, so what if, this is terrible. Okay, I shouldn't say that out loud. I'm going to say it out loud just because. <laughs> so I, I don't. I don't recommend doing this. I'm just wondering if they haven't fixed this hole. Is it possible to have a browser with, uh, let's say, multiple tabs open, all going through VPNs, and then streaming the song at the same time? So that's the other thing that's interesting. Uh, you don't want to go through a VPN because that's where they start being like, wait a minute, what's going on? Especially Apple, because Apple knows where your device is. It doesn't matter right. if you go through a VPN. Right. Yeah, there's other indicators. So those streams, are, start to not, those streams can start to not count. They specifically said there's like... Uh, they call them streaming parties where fans of a particular artist all over the globe will get together and stream an artist's release on a particular day and the stream, you know, do basically what I'm talking about. But right. they, there's actually uh, articles up showing how to make sure that your streams count towards that artist. Um, and that's where I'm getting some of this information from. But they said, yeah, you don't want to do VPNs. And people have wrote scripts, you know, to like, to like every 30 seconds or start, you know, replay. Don't, right. I don't, I don't suggest doing that. I'm just saying, just let it play. Let's let it do what it's designed to do. Hit repeat on the playlist and let it, and just let it go. Just let it do it legit. And even doing that is going to help, you know, it, it's a dollar 50 a day or whatever, but it's a dollar 50 of a day that 
wouldn't normally happen. And at scale, like I said, if a hundred people do that, it actually adds up pretty to a, a decent amount of money. Over that's time. at least right. one plant-based milkshake every day for you, Blake. That's right. Yes, that's right. <laughs> or maybe some plant-based uh, beef jerky. You know. Ooh. Okay. Found, so found that for you. Ooh, yeah, you did. I mean, what? What is the point? Like beef jerky is the snack for when you don't want a vegetable-based snack, like <laughs> potato crisps, or as you wrongly label them, chips. Right. So, why on earth would you be like, that's like making meat crisps. Hold on, guys. Meat crisps. I think no, I'm onto something. No, that's a thing. We have, uh, we have chicken oh, crisps over here. Yep. What? Yep. You're late. Yep. You're late. <sighs> High protein, okay. baby. You eat that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan chickens. of the um of the vegetable jerky you sent me, or or as it looks, a dried red pepper. Um, <laughs> it does. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can yeah. make that myself. Just salt a red pepper and leave it in the sun for a bit. Mm, um, yummy. Yeah, that 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 looks uh, quite quite vile. Uh, thanks for sending me that, Bry. Plant based, oh, low sugar, seven grams of fiber. Yeah, it's all fiber. Yeah, it's a piece of rope. It's the latest plant-based jerky. Yeah, so, sorry. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and pass on that one. Pass on uh, that the one. The burgers, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give a, I'll give it another try one of these days. But yeah, the Beyond Burgers, I prefer to like most beef burgers now, other than. Probably like a restaurant burger, like a Five Guys or a proper barbecue burger. The Beyond Burgers are nicer than meat. I, I said it there. Hate me all you want. Oh, people you're, do seem to. You've want got to, to come over, down. Richard. I will. I will help you. Oh, yeah, I, think I, I, I think you're getting burgers from the wrong places, dude. Yeah. As I said, we've got a Five Guys up the road, and Five Guys, their burgers are nice because they're simple. You got TGIs up the road. Eh, it's all right. Eh. Yeah, TGI's. But, yeah, exactly. Blake's um, backyard. Yeah, Bla yeah say, Blake's backyard barbecue and mm -hmm. burgers. That's a whole another level. Oh, man. That cow was literally raised four miles from my house. <laughs> right. And, and it was free as a bird the whole time, just chowing right. on grass. Blake massaged it daily to tenderize it, you know? Uh, yeah. That's good stuff. I think we should probably <laughs> move on before this gets. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Sure. So, so Blake has a, a a thing he wants to talk about. That's all I have in the notes. I do. I've got a thing. It's what you said. <laughs> Isn't that you what he just talked about? He, he... That's what I just talked about. Oh, that was the that was the thing. <laughs> that was okay. the thing. Yeah, the oh, streaming well, thing. I, I didn't Old know that. Wampler. I didn't Come know on. that was the thing. I thought that you had something. Thing. Yeah. That was I thought the there thing. was like some juicy bit of tidbit. Like, by no. the way, guys, <laughs> I'm actually Mr. Strymon. I <laughs> own Strymon. That's I am like the Strymon. In uh, in Spinal Tap, where they go and do the radio interview with the guy played by um, oh, what's his face, the uh, Harry Shearer, oh, and, yeah. and, he, and he's just like just going yup yup, and they're just literally saying rude things to him. He's like yup, uh huh. That's what Brian does every time. He's just there on autopilot as we talk, and, and, and as we engage him, he has to kind of pull himself away no. from. So you guys, whatever you guys at. think that I'm actually, you see the flash. So, so to those listening, we're on video, but um, you can't see the video because you're on a podcast. But anyways, so you might see the flash of light as I change, go to my podcast note screen. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean I'm not listening. It's like so we, I was talking to our engineer Jake and Richard yesterday, and I was talking about um, 
latency in doing a certain something. And Jake was like, yeah, it's like a, a 200 milliseconds. And I'm like, I literally sit there and think, how do I tell him that's a completely crappy idea? <laughs> and then he's like, I'm just teasing. I was seeing if you're listening. I'm like, dude, that's like almost half a second of latency. What are you talking about? No, it's only 200 milliseconds. Right. Only 0.2 seconds. Yeah. yeah. So. But anyways, yeah, I, I do listen. I actually do. I just you are uh, aware that we can see the reflection of your monitor uh, in your glasses. In my glasses, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are not podcast notes yeah. that you're flicking over yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm seeing a lot of bare naked flesh there, Brian. No. I know is what Carmen Electra looked like in the 90s, and that is her. <laughs> <laughs> no. Crazy, guys. That's, that was like, old, that's kind of an old man joke I just made, I realized. Mm, you're getting old, dude. You're getting old. Getting the, old. Pretty... The kids don't know who Carmen Electra is. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Didn't she make guitars for a while? <clears throat> yeah, the Electra Distortion. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. That's her. That's her. Oh, man. But yeah, that was the thing I wanted to talk about was the streaming thing. I just wanted to put that yeah. out there because it's I good. think that that is a, a thing that most of us have a device laying around and could could engage in and it doesn't take any work at all well you and, uh, sort of similarly related but different there are <laughs> channels on youtube that uh you know like eight or ten hours long and it's basically ocean waves for you to sleep with at night right mm -hmm. uh, and it's you know it might just it could be a just a video in the sound of ocean waves or what all kinds of different things and I was thinking about it, like, this is the perfect business model. Like, you set you set up a camera in different places, you record it really nice, and then you just let it run, and people, because they're sleeping, it goes through all the ads, mm -hmm. and then it goes to their next one. You know, if you're still <laughs> if you're still sleeping, you know that's that's like, you know, rather than trying to uh, get people to watch your video for six minutes, you know, they're literally watching it for seven hours. Yeah. So and then like they're rudely the awake, awakened by liberty, 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 liberty. <laughs> Is that an advert? Musician, the yeah, only you, one. You're like, what? I've noticed this one thing about people trying to play the guitar, and if you do it, then you will succeed. Do you guys That's get right. that advert all the time? Mm -hmm. The guy Something with the like huge shoulders a... and a hockey jacket. I, I, I don't. I don't know jacket. if I've seen that guy, but. I definitely have seen ads like that. He shouts louder than me, and that's saying something. I, I do the paid YouTube thing, so I don't see the ads. Oh, fancy. I see. Uh, you, I, you I, like, uh, I like paying for my stuff, dude. It's, yeah. I, I, because so of convenience. The, it's, not, it's, the, not like an, it's not an ethic thing. It's like convenience. I don't want to have to see the biggest porky pie you've said all night, because you're always asking me for torrents of the latest movies. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, no, I'm with you. I've got Apple Music and uh, Spotify Premium. One thing I noticed that really annoyed me, though, is I'd, I'd like, downloaded some um, rare uh, English, well, British folk music, let's just say, and it was great, and I, I listened to it, and then the next year I was like, oh, I want to play along to that song. Where is it? And they'd removed it from their directory, and you've got, obviously, yeah. no control over that when it happens. And yeah, that's annoying. It's yeah, really annoying that. when that happens. Um, so yeah, um, I, I have both services just to be on the safe side. Is that, right. That's why I was going to ask you why you had both. That's the reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, my daughter was a Spotify user before me, 
like you, I'm kind of wed to the Apple ecosystem. So it just all works nicer with their hardware, right? So mm -hmm. uh, I, I started off with um, Apple Music. In fact, I I ripped all of my CDs to MP3 and have them in my Apple Music collection, although now probably replaced by... Uh, now they're in the cloud. At least yeah. that's what it did with mine. I'm Not like, all where's of them, all my music? Some of my stuff is rare as hen's teeth, Brian. You won't <laughs> find it in any cloud unless it's a cloud of very green smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, Brian tried to listen to some David Bowie the other day. He found some isolated tracks. He was like, oh, Richard's always talking about this dude. Let, let me sample some Bowie. Uh, and he came back about 30 seconds later going, I have no idea how you listen to this shit. <laughs> it's like you must be high or so i was like what are you listening it was like stuff from 72 so it was you know not quite his best stuff but yeah i don't think brian was convinced now i will say there are some cool fuzz tones on there some i will say that tones, yeah um the problem is that everything else around the fuzz tones i'm not a fan of <laughs> what music notes rhythm. basically the music part of it <laughs> the guitar i love everything else can you just please stop playing that <laughs> Stop singing. No more drums. No more keys. No more acoustic. Stop it. Well, this uh, this week I've been um, genning up on one of my favorite bands who are celebrating a 40th anniversary, the 40th anniversary of when they formed. Uh, and I'm going to just throw it to you, Brian, to see if you can guess who it is, because you're going to say Pink Floyd. And it's not. Awkward silence. Sorry. <laughs> I just thought of something. Uh, I had to See? write it down before I forgot. See, that's the way my brain works. I'm like a squirrel. I'm like, oh, I got an idea. I need to write that down. And I'll then... give you a clue. The band who's celebrating their 40th anniversary this year. I mean, that's a clue in itself. ACDC. No, not right ballpark, though. They're not English. Boston. <laughs> nope. <laughs> right end of the alphabet, though. Both times. Hmm. The Cars. Oh, very good. But no. Hmm. East Coast Thrash Metal Pioneers. Anthrax. Yes, TSOL. Sir. Mm -hmm. Anthrax were... TSOL? My... TSOL, dude. <laughs> it's not yeah. thrash metal. Well, it's kind of punky. You know? It's not yeah. thrash. Yeah, that's not thrash. It's not thrash, but... So it's Anthrax's thrash. 40th uh, anniversary while you debate whether it's thrash or not. Uh, and there's a great series of... <laughs> yeah, I like um, how Blake took offense to that. That's not thrash, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> I just got to flip my table over right now. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and they are celebrating with a series of videos on YouTube, which I highly recommend you go and check out. They were incredibly creative back in the day. Now, for a band that started out in uh, New York in sort of like 81, 82, they've gone through a lot. And they've worked hard to be where they are. Um, mm -hmm. But it's it's a really cool series of documentaries. I highly recommend you go check them out, Brian. We'll do. I actually like Anthrax. I've oh been God, trying to get Scotty we... in on the uh, the Tone Mob podcast for a while, and I've been unsuccessful. But really? I'm still yeah. going to try. He'd be a good one, man. He'd yeah. be so you know? fun. Yeah. yeah. He'd be great. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. Like I say, 1987 was kind of like, oh, I think I turned 12. Got my first proper skateboard, a Veriflex Air Attack, if anyone ever remembers Veriflex. Air Attack? Yeah. What company was that? Veriflex. Oh, Veriflex? Okay. They were like okay. the cheap okay. budget yep. skateboard. Yep, right? that's the ones you buy at Target. Yes, that yep. was that was my first proper skateboard, dude. I had my 
like fake knockoff Converse high tops, my big shorts, my long hair. I was all set in the summer of 87. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anthrax is what really takes me back m- much much more than like the bangles or any other 80s music that people bang on they, about my happy was, place is thrash i was trying to find it they did so that my first interaction with anthrax at all i've been hearing of them was in the 80s they did a song about skateboarding it's not the one that was on the tony hawk game the the one with public enemy it's not bring the noise but it was literally a song about skateboarding i'm trying to find it and i don't see it Internet, you're filling me. Literally was a song about skateboarding. Do you remember what it was by chance? Uh, no. Uh, uh, they did. I mean, their whole album, Among the Living, was kind of like the skateboarding soundtrack. Yeah, of they were. 87, 88. Yeah, they were big in the skateboarding they scene back then. They did yeah. uh, I'm the Man, which was probably mm-hmm. the first ever heavy metal and hip hop crossover. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, it was. I loved it. Back yeah. in his day, we would go around the school playground uh, like singing that or rapping it or, or whatever. So, right. <laughs> uh, love that band. So, uh, I'm just amazing. A bunch of British I... schoolboys <laughs> rapping that song. <laughs> <laughs> we were angry British schoolboys. So I grew great. up in like the poshest part of England as well. So, <laughs> angry British is like, I say, yo, chap, I'm mildly upset. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen some pretty angry British people after soccer matches. They uh, they, they tend to get That's quite true. irritated. You bring up a good point. Or football, yeah. as the rest of the world calls it. Well, yes. But... <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's what I've been watching whilst uh, crying about equipment that has failed me this week. Uh, and I don't mean in my body. Um <laughs> I saw you post something on the Chasing Tone podcast, um, Instagram, Blake, that looks a bit like a batleth from Star Trek that someone's playing guitar with. Yeah. Talk to me about that, buddy. I'm worried that you're you're turning into Zuckerberg and you're going to start bringing out exotic weapons. I, well, <laughs> I might do that. That is, that is entirely possible. But also... It's a sweet ESP. Come on, that thing looks rad. It's like sort of a sort of got a, a I don't know, like sort of got an explorer vibe going on, but it's all flat black and that flat black things are cool. You can I, do almost anything but flat black. It's got an cool. EMG in it though. Now, I'm willing to look past that because anything <laughs> else wouldn't be aesthetically right in that. In that. That is true. Thing. Yeah, not going to look good with the vintage vintage pickup in that, but no. But still, no. it's it's uh, I can't get behind the, the EMGs personally as a player. No, I'd probably rather see a a fluence in there if we're going to do something in that ballpark. Um, I wonder if they make any flat black covers. I actually have a guitar. Well, actually, you can see it behind me right now. The listeners can't, but my seven string that looks like it has EMGs. A lot of people think it is, but it's not. They're actually. Uh, made by Roadhouse pickups, and they are like the brightest humbucker on planet Earth. Hmm, really? Uh, yeah, but they're not active. They're, hey, they're passive. Now, I don't want to change the subject necessarily, but I do. You brought up a good point because I talked a few weeks ago about putting a new, uh, the Seymour Duncan something or other stacked humbucker in my telly, in my mm-hmm. Friedman telly. And I love Seymour as a person, so this is not a knock on the brand at all. Um, that pickup and that guitar did not work well at all it made it so dull sounding 
um, and not really like in a good warm way. And maybe it was just a bad combination of that guitar with that pickup, I'm sure, because I've played that pickup and other things before. And I thought, no, not bad at all. And for, some, for whatever reason, it's just in my guitar with that pickup, way too, there's just not enough crispiness at all. Not enough beef into it. it just sounds like you turn the tone knob down a bit. Mm. So when, so I, I have a, a uh, I think it's DiMarzio stacked something or other. I may try that and see how that works out. Um, I'm, I'm really, I got somebody tell us, like, I just want to do something dip, different with this particular one. What you need is probably a beautiful wine red Epiphone Riviera with three <laughs> P90s. Bars. Yes, yes. Mm. And a Bigsby. Mm-hmm. All right, just just ignore the reflection off my glasses here for a minute. <laughs> um, that did look awesome, and we'll post it up on the. Yeah. On the... I'm going to shut my camera off. It's totally normal. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that did look really nice. Um, it did. We're going to need something with a little more pixels in it if we're going to yeah. share it, though. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll I'll just use the enhance button like the FBI do on all those shows. Enhance. It'll be fine. Um, Enhance. I, I learned today that uh, Paul Bigsby was actually a motorcycle dude and yep. just kind of made these bits for friends and fell into it all, as it were. So uh, I found that fascinating. I want to know more. I think there's some really intense history with Paul and other companies. Like, It seems like one of those things if internet rumor is to be believed and I have not studied this at all. So nobody yell at me, but it seems like some of Paul Bigsby's concepts were taken by bigger companies and kind of ran with without proper credit or payment due. I don't know the full details or if that's even accurate, but I've heard rumblings on forums of such things. It's terrible when a company does that. Um, Have you heard about the new Wampler profiler? Uh, it's like yeah, a yeah. little modeling box we're coming out right. with. Uh, I, I was I was looking at the Schecter. Schecter makes a semi-hollow. Um, and I generally like Schecter stuff. Your two um, conversations re- behind again, Bri. We've moved I on. know, but I, I'm, I'm still looking at this Epiphone. <laughs> that, that tells you. Literally, I'm still looking at this Epiphone. You can, finish, you can stop polishing your glasses now, at least. Mm. I think that's what you're doing down there. Oh, oh no. I'm going to get in trouble You did again. it again. You did it again. Oh, my gosh. Did it again. Sorry. Um, going back <laughs> forward to the Bigsby thing, um, Blake, is it not the case that he sort of invented the Fender headstock, or am I getting confused? I mean, his early stuff definitely has that vibe. Right. It's not the same, but it's no, similar. But I remember reading on a forum someone was being snarky. I know, a forum where people are snarky. Weird. Al- almost unheard of, right? No. Uh, and someone was like, ah, Leo didn't even invent the Fed." The Fender headstock, he ripped it off Paul Bigsby. I was like, hmm. I thought it was just like a violin curl on its side, but okay, yeah, all right. I mean, so there might be cool. some truth to that. Like I said, I've heard I've heard that some people, have, some other companies have taken very specific design elements, not just, not just the aesthetic things like the headstock design, but, you know, bridge designs oh, and other things. Oh, my lord. Oh, he's, found, I, he's found one for sale. <laughs> I just found this gorgeous Schecter Corsair in gray and black. Oh. Okay. Ah! 
You shouldn't. Make I gotta those buy noises. another guitar. I gotta buy another guitar. Yes, yes, there's you no, do. There's I'm, no way out of it. I'm gonna say, Brian, you've been a little bit down in the doldrums for the last week because of you know events that have happened to us as a company haven't exactly been exciting, uh, or they have, but for the wrong reasons. You should buy another guitar immediately. Yeah, it'll make you feel better. That's yeah. right. It's really mm -hmm. for my own health, you know. You know it's it's for called, my health. It's called self care. You're shouting at me. Self care. <laughs> yeah. And whilst you're self caring for yourself, I need a uh, Wampler Bravado amplifier, please. Sure, that will uh, give us about six years to build that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know when that's oh, coming. We've got one over here. It uh, smells like the 1970s, uh, <laughs> so you could have it, that one. It, if, you got a, if you got a new one, it may smell like smoke. We never know. Like a building burning type of smoke. That's that's what I meant. That's, that's, I have that noticed a couple of people mm, that, making... That's, that doesn't scream 70s to me, though. 70s to me is kind of, kind of moldy. It's, well, I, that's how I would describe... I used to take my amplifiers to this jam session, and I have some amps that were covered in a specific cloth that was left to me from my from my grandpa. Mm -hmm. I would take these amps to go jam, and a bunch of the guys were smokers, and that didn't really bother me, but I would bring my amps home, and I'd have to leave them on the porch, cause they, and I would say they smelled like the 70s because they smelled like cigarettes. Uh, see, when I, oh. yeah, when, when I think of 70s, I, yeah. I, I see where you're going, but mm -hmm. I guess to me, 70s is more like, I don't know, just like this moldy smell. Were you locked in yeah. a basement for your entire childhood? Is there some <laughs> trauma that we need to know about? Well, yeah, there's plenty there. There's plenty of things to unpack there. That's a whole different, that's a, you know, therapy podcast. Chasing though. tone with Sigmund Freud. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, it's funny, though, talking about the 70s and, and smells um, and cigarettes specifically. <clears throat> my, my dear grandmother, who I absolutely loved to bits was a chain smoker essentially and we used to drive around in a vw beetle and uh she would just chain smoke and i would be like pulling the window down like a manual wind window just like <laughs> gasping for air i need oxygen <laughs> let, let me out i was kind of normal back then i she used to send me to the shop to buy her cigarettes yeah and like, yeah i remember that i never kid. once thought about smoking them i just thought about how quickly i could run home to read my comic book it was like oh. A different time. If you sent your kid out to buy cigarettes these days, well, they'd call you a nasty person or something. <laughs> they, well, they, they, they probably wouldn't sell them to them. And this probably <laughs> right. what wouldn't happen. Well, for a start, the, the child would need a mortgage because cigarettes are like, well, over here, they're like ridiculously expensive now. I couldn't afford to smoke if I was a smoker. The, the price of a two before, basically, apparently. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I remember... Even back in the 90s, like cigarettes in the States were a third of the price of what they are here. It's like hmm. £20 a packet or something now. Yeah, it's oh, probably really? better off that way. Yeah, it is. Because smoking tobacco is stupid. Tastes I, uh, real nice, but uh, it's stupid. I, I think, yeah, they, they're they probably, they just raise the taxes on them in Oregon. They're probably somewhere, they're not that much, but they're probably in like the 13 to $15 a pack. Really? Yeah. With that much for a pack. Mm -hmm. huh. Yep. Wow. Which is, I couldn't uh, tell you what they are here. I have no well, idea. I'm glad I don't need them, so I'll right. be fine. But yeah, bad stuff. Don't smoke, kids. No, it's not big or clever.
As as Richard's in the in the background with his water bong. <laughs> I should I should get like a bottle with some water so I could just make those noises every now and then. Don't I, smoke stop. kids hopping. <laughs> I, I should just find that sound effect and just put it in random places in these podcasts. Before before Richard says something that's offensive to someone, just put that right before it. <laughs> right. Yeah. We can, we can EQ his voice picture. to sound a little raspier. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty raspy because I had to stuff my dinner in my face like in three minutes before we recorded this podcast. Brian started to cry about it, so I told him what? to go and get a Snickers because he gets angry. <laughs> what's it like? Angry. What's it like eating before we do a podcast? What's that like? I'm not sure. Bear in mind that when we record this, it is my evening and it is your <laughs> Well, it's Blake's uh, morning, and uh, well, it's probably your morning. My lunchtime. Lunchtime, where you right. are. You've still only been up for like five minutes, probably. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I oh, am see, hungry, speak, speaking of totally, you know, totally different topic, but so I'm getting ready to do a video on a blues breaker type of thing. And um, I needed some B roll of. Of it just you know you, uh, if you've seen the videos before like i'll do like this quick b-roll that just kind of like goes around the pedal or something if i'm talking about something mm-hmm. and uh, I, I don't have a, one of those old blues breakers so um andy ferris uh said that he would do it for me and i said okay and it, this is like three o'clock in the morning my time so i put i don't i'm not in the shop i don't have any pedals i'm like uh, i'll put my shoe in the middle of the floor and i'll just kind of give an example of what i'm looking for <laughs> i send that to him so i wake up and he sent me a video back of a video going around his shoe it's like <laughs> nails it <laughs> good man oh he's so funny he's well, such that's a, a funny good dude, dude. Right good there. job you didn't send it to henning because he would have filmed it with like laser precision guided machinery right. that would have made your entire setup just look right. like somebody's shred shed Sorry, exactly it totally would seem as someone else's video for sure henning did it you'd yeah. be like why is this part look so good why is this part in high definition and this part in potato resolution? Right. right. We go from 8K to like 0.1K. What's that? 8K to 8-bit. Right, 8K to 8-bit. There you go. Oh, man. Yeah. He's got quite the rig. He I has. Don't mean, I don't mean guitar rig, which he also has. but He, he has. Yeah. yeah. Let, let's not talk about uh, his toys because we'll all just get jealous that we can't yep. test pedals on a unicycle, which seems to be his new sport. Um, yep. What what do you guys think about that new John Mayer song that just came out? So I listened to that earlier today. Actually, my uh, immediate thought was, this sounds as if you kind of blended Cindy Lauper and Toto. Uh, I was gonna say if I first heard it, I was like, I picked the rains down in Africa. <laughs> oh wait, that's not Toto. It's heavily <laughs> influenced by Toto, and then and then he you know kicks in a little bit of a guitar solo that's a little bit. Clapton uh, journeyman period, I suppose people would say. Mm-hmm. I didn't. It, it didn't offend me the song. No, but, but I shan't choose to listen to it another time. That pretty that's... much sums up my thoughts. I was like, yeah, this is it's a good song. I, I like hearing. I would like to listen to. I liked hearing guitar back in music for sure. Yes, sir. It personally didn't strike that button with me. Yeah. No, it, it it was a bit too overproduced as well, which I guess, you know, he's a massive star. That's his right. thing. So fair, fair dues to him. But yeah, it didn't really didn't really uh, light my fire. 
I do think that's that was the point, though. I think he was trying to make it sound like an overproduced 80s song. I think that mm-hmm. was the vibe he was shooting for on purpose. So. Well, that pink strat he had in the, mm-hmm. I think it's the video, right? Yeah, video. Uh, that was amazing. Uh, not a strat, I'm sorry. Silver Sky. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a beautiful color. I love that. Yeah, I'm not a big uh, big strat guy, but uh, I was like, ooh, pink. That I could be persuaded. With it was pink. a nice. It was a. It wasn't like super fluorescent. It wasn't pastel. I don't know. It was just a cool. It was a cool Baby color. Pink, I think. Kind of yeah, kind of sort of like that. A little bit richer though, but I don't know. Do you cool have color. it, Richard? Do you have a, though it's not very Richard. I don't have any pink <laughs> guitars. I'm not a fan of the color pink. Um, what? May, maybe I should. Yeah, it's just I like like fluorescent pink, but again, I think I'd have to get one of those HM strats to pull that off, right? I. Uh, I'm not uh, sure yes. that would look oh, good. Oh, yeah, that, I made a meme this weekend that yeah, made everybody Yeah, I was mad. referencing that, yeah. <laughs> they are beautiful, though, Blake. You can't deny those those guitars are beautiful. The, the HM Strats? Yeah. Oh, I want one. Yeah, I want too. one really bad. I I'm was not totally really joking when I... I mean, I was joking, kind of, but yeah. I do want an HM Strat really badly. Yep. HM, I'm looking for your post, dude. Oh, I see it. Oh, it's on the Tone Mob Instagram for the listeners, so you can actually see what we're talking about. And on the Wampler Instagram the other day, I posted a picture of the new Fender. I think it's a one-off. I don't think it's going to be a run, but it was a custom shop heavy relic strat, which was um, Daphne blue over pink paisley, Mm -hmm. and light blue and pink are a great color combination, um, but. This just sung to me like, please spend every part of your child's inheritance on me. It was such a nice looking guitar. And I'm not a heavy strat, uh, heavy relic guy normally. I like, you know, a functional light relic, but the whole heavy relic thing has left me a bit cold. This one just spoke to me. It said, Really? Oh, yeah, I did see that. That thing is, that thing is fun. Yeah, I like that. I love, I love, I like it when it's, I don't. What's the word? I guess real would be the uh, the expression. I still think about there was this nineteen sixty, I want to say sixty three Jazzmaster here, probably six years ago in Portland, on Craigslist, and it was a white reef in over a sunburst that, but it was worn, and so the burst was poking through in different parts, nice. and I had did not have the three grand they were asking for it which in retrospect i'm like i should have just figured out how to get that three grand because now that guitar is probably seven um and it is still like the dream jazz master in my brain it looked amazing Mm. like in the pictures i was just like i can't believe that this is this is real this is beautiful ah i haven't thought about that one in a while (laughs) i gotta turn my screen off um, <laughs> beautiful uh, guitars. What on earth is this kind of acoustic you've posted with the tail coming all the way around to the headstock over the top? Looks I wish like I could the guy tell you. is leaning through a window to play it. It does. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. That's why I posted it. Again, on the Chasing Tone Instagram, you can see this. Uh, yeah, 
it's uh i don't know i have literally no idea what's going on with that or why it's that is it that way for some sort of acoustic reason that i can't identify is it that way for just ridiculous aesthetics i i, I don't know lots don't of know. reverb when you do it that way you oh, could yeah. use it as a bow though because it's the right shape it's got strings that you could kind of put an arrow up again true so self-defense maybe zuckerberg made it for his ninja training <laughs> <laughs> Good old Zucks. Smoking meats and throwing spears. That's what he that guy does. He ain't just smoking meats. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> He's smoking something else completely. <laughs> this week, I've been mainly training with virtual lightsabers. Yes, mm -hmm. that's what I do with all your Facebook dollars. I mean, wouldn't you? A hundred percent. I've told this... <laughs> When I made some money before, I literally, you used to be able to mail order weapons over in this country. You can't do it anymore. I literally ordered that sword there uh, and about 15 other pieces of random weaponry. I had, <laughs> I had a gas-powered, full-metal replica, Mac, mini Mac-10 that fired like a, a, a BB pellet. It's the most <laughs> awesome BB gun in the world. But literally, you could have gone and held up... Uh, you know, a bank with it because it was full metal. You had to cock it like the real thing. Uh, great toy. Um, and I don't know how we to be fair, you that. wouldn't want to get shot with it. No, it could. Well, if you sustained fire, it, it would sting. It would hurt. Nastily. Yeah, yeah. it put a nasty, nasty bruise on you for mm -hmm. sure. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that guitar is though. In retrospect, speaking no. of weapons, yeah, there's there were several different crazy guitars going on there was also the one from oh it was on the gent uh posting mm. the uh i don't even know what is that a 12 string i think it was designed by salvador dali i think so yeah are those hands so that you can keep prisoners like locked to your guitar while you're playing this no you will hear me play my 14 string guitar <laughs> This is not on the Instagram, but it will be after we record. So when people get to this site, I want to make sure that people can experience. We, we've done a lot of talking about things that people can't see. Yes. And I think uh, being more active on the IG, that, is, that will be the main purpose of it, is for you yep. to be able to refer to these things along with us. Right. So. I noticed that the picture censored, though. There's a smiley face or a winky emoji, which is... It's always the most worrying emoji. Who winks? Uh, ever. Whoever goes, eh, all right, guys. But uh, T-shirt, jeans, looks a little bit like Brian under there, I'm going to say. Maybe is it is you're not Brian. Telling us? It would could that, be. Would that be wrong if it was? No. Does that, does that well, make me a pink. bad person? No. no I, but it, look at all those knobs. Imagine the guitar effects you could put in that guitar. That's like, what I'm trying to figure uh, out. What's going on with knots, the lower right? bout? Is there, are there strings a, on there? Maybe that's a volume for every string. <laughs> I think it's I a MIDI know. keyboard. I think he plays that as a MIDI keyboard whilst strumming the 400 strings above. How do you well, even play that? And are they fanned frets or is that There's just a design? Huge, no, huge fan frets there. I mean, like, that's past fans frets. <laughs> I don't even know what you'd call that. The first fret is from point to point six inches wide <laughs> yeah it's like a parallelogram or a yeah weird don't don't like this guitar make it stop i'm trying so, to wrap my brain around it i mean it's impressive it's impressively built but it's also frightening 
at the same time. Mm-hmm. I just don't mm. understand it. There's nothing about it I understand. I'm going to assume that whoever crafted it is either a genius or uh, was on LSD. Um, Why does it both. have to be mutually exclusive? I, I was going to say, possibly maybe both. Maybe both. <laughs> Um, why not both? So you you were also pointing uh, at uh, a little conversation, which I think we're going to have to frame delicately, Brian. Um, sure. On uh, on a pedal related post about um, the clones. Yes, that's that's a nice way of segueing it in. <clears throat> What's your take? Well, there's a company that. Um makes pedals and their pedals have been cloned before. And I keep noticing that they, um, occasionally they get really, really angry about their pedals being cloned. And, um, man, this is a delicate thing. And so basically what happens, they get, they get very upset about it. They, kind of come unglued a bit. I mean, you know, just extremely frustrated. And Go then the post, rant, yeah, they rant and mm -hmm. uh, they delete it the next day. Um, this happens multiple times. I've seen it happen for years now. And my thought is like, if you have a successful pedal, really a successful anything, it's, it's going to get copied. It's just, it's going to. And you're not going to stop, like, you're not going to stop that. If you build a, if you make a nice circuit, someone's probably going to copy it and try to sell it for cheaper or with a different name or even more expensive and just, you know, try to make money off of it. That's just what's going to happen. You can either get really mad about it or you can just continue to make cool stuff and move on with life, you know, but. It's, so, um, so when you had your drunken rant at 3 a.m. about people cloning <laughs> our pedals, Bri. <laughs> I mean, How dare they clone my Clarksdale? <laughs> <laughs> That's just a tube skimmer. No, it's not. It's got an active EQ. <laughs> um, I put it in myself. I put, I designed that active EQ. Model. I invented the op app. No. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because this is, I mean, re realistically, this is all guitar, like overdrives and distortions. It's really, really basic electronics. It's really pretty basic stuff. So it's not like anyone's taking a butter knife and going, I got an idea. Let's turn this into a Wi Fi router. You know, there's nothing like that going on. You're just like, all right, this is a butter knife. So maybe I'll cut some margarine with it this some time. Some what? Margarine. Margarine. No, no, no. In, in Indiana, it's margarine. Wow. Do you still eat that out there? Uh, some do, yeah. I was okay. going to say, people eat that still? Some know. do. Some do, yeah. Mm. Land of Lakes. Been... No, Land of Lakes is butter. But anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's on the shelf. But I, my bigger point is like, it's just... <laughs> no, I care about the margarine it's an op amp. <laughs> it's an op amp that does like a couple things, right? And you're just using a couple of them to do certain things that are pretty common you might change the eq or you know the gains a little bit and maybe use some different diet like this it's not magic you know it is magic there's fairy dust in these things we've discussed this multiple times it's done by <laughs> leprechauns in the world 
and in the words even of a famous sci-fi author and uh, all-round strange person Arthur C. Clarke, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Mike drop leaves the room. That's true. That's true. That's the thing is, if you showed up in uh, the 1800s with an iPhone, they'd try to burn you at the stake. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> After playing Candy Crush Saga for 14 days straight. <laughs> right. right. civilization has been wiped out because it yeah. can't eat the Candy Crush. <laughs> um, and very briefly on the world of strange things, after our little UFO uh, investigation last week, I went a bit further and found, um, well, I found a Joe Rogan video, um, but I found a video that was referenced in this Joe Rogan video where kind of like one of the number one UFO guys, um, interviewed John Lear from the Learjet family dynasty okay. about all kinds of UFO cover-ups in 1987. And they sounded very similar to what, you know, kind of um, Bob Lazar and all of that have been going on about. Obviously, he was talking around that time as well. Um, and... As we speak, we're about three or four weeks away from the U.S. government telling us that aliens exist. So, quite an we're, exciting. Well, time. hold on. We don't. We don't know that aliens exist. We know that unidentified objects were a real thing. You You're know, just what's, a government shill. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the I, argument. Why have they decided that now we're going to call them UAPs instead of UFOs to the control theory, the narrative? See the. There could be that. I've I've heard the theory is that because people think that UFOs are connected to conspiracy theories, and so they needed a realistic name. Okay, they're, they're literally they're literally saying the same thing. That's exact same thing. Aerial phenomenon or right. unidentified flying object. Right. It is the same thing. Yeah, it's like UFT, unidentified flying thing. Yeah. Non-explainable, like, literally... non-ground-based <laughs> objects. Right. right, in the air. No, they're ITOs. not UFOs. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I mean, maybe they're like little drones or something, you know? And they do go underwater. Maybe there's an underwater base that's, uh, you know, full of some some... 12-year-old kid sit on the sit on his computer and oh, I got an idea. This is gonna be awesome. This is gonna be so awesome. I think they're his just dad coming up to steal. Jimmy, I told you to stop flying the drones to the humans. <laughs> right, right. They're just coming to steal our pedal designs. I think that is very clear. They're just trying to build a better tube screamer. No one's ever, ever done it. Except that one dude who tried to put uh, an active EQ in it but failed. Yeah. Uh, that guy's a weird dude, mm -hmm. anyways. Yeah, they're coming for our pedal technology. Right. They're going to start a pedal company. They're going to learn a little bit of electronics, and then they're going to start a pedal company. That's right. I mean, I know <laughs> this gets said um, probably every uh, six months to a year, but I think we're in a real golden era for effects pedals right now. There are effects pedals that are exciting me, and I see effects pedals every day too much. But there are pedals out there, like as we've talked about the um, the the funny delay one you've got from uh, hologram um, microcosm microcosm. That's the one. Mm -hmm. um, I'm still after that, and a couple more now. Uh, I just made fancy... a song with it the other day. It's uh, magic. There's it, magic in there. Have you tried the Amazon Basics delay? Because it's it's probably as good. 
It's uh, almost, almost certainly. It's, <laughs> it's not even close. It's just not. Um, so yeah, I think we are in a, a golden era, but uh, how can some rip-off merchants like you justify the prices of your pedals, Brian, when you can buy them on Amazon for $18 each? Aren't you just literally, I mean, I see you in your mansion driving your Bentley. Yeah. Um, counting your gold. Looking at that expensive Epiphone 335 on. <laughs> I'm just throwing down fat cash on. Well, what we haven't ever told the audience is that Brian is actually resembles the, he's resembling the dragon smog. He's just <laughs> laying upon all of these jewels and he's so rich that they're actually starting to get embedded into his flesh. It's how much money and gold and diamonds that he has. That's, that's the pedal business for you, you mm -hmm. know. Everyone I know in the pedal business fits that description too. Oh, They're yeah. all fabulously wealthy. Yeah, I was seeing multiple him Lamborghinis like in the garage. Mister Pennyworth from Monopoly. Now, did he have a monocle or not? Of course he did. He not. did. He, did. <laughs> he, he absolutely he did, did. And I'm he not thinking not. of the little peanut guy. No, not thinking of that. <laughs> what, what, what's Sorry. his name? Did you say peanut? Peanut guy. Ah, I, for, okay. what, I forget what's what's the peanuts that have a little guy with the monocle on him. Planters. Planters, there you go. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're like, you're confusing it. No, this Mandela effect thing is real. Absolutely real. He didn't have a monocle. He did. He did not. No. I swear he did. We used to talk, when I was when I was a kid, we would make fun of the fact that he had a monocle. <laughs> <laughs> you led an incredibly exciting life as a I, child. I, I live in the middle of the woods and did when I was a kid. There was nothing to do. We didn't barely had a paved road. No, so I'm with you, man. I, I played Monopoly as my only game for about uh, a year because it's all I had was a, a Monopoly set that didn't have all the money in it, which made it even harder to play. Yeah, we'd like make up our own rules to Monopoly and just play different ways because we had nothing else to do. Now you can get a Monopoly for everything. I mean, yeah. pulling full circle, there's a David Bowie Monopoly. I'm like, like, I like his music, but at no point have I wanted to see him represented in a Parker Brothers board game. It's, it's not part <laughs> of my psychology. I bought the Star Wars Monopoly set. Well, actually, someone bought it for me for my birthday in about 1997. And that was the start of this. The oh, we could just put any brand on Monopoly and flog a few copies to some fanboys. Um, what's that all about? Yeah, rant over. I feel it needs like, to be a. Go ahead, Blake. I was going to say, I feel like hypothetically, if I was in the market for a new Monopoly set, and I went to the toy store and I saw one that also was co-branded with something else that I really like, I would probably pick that one. I feel like that's what it's about. Barbecue there needs to be a, Monopoly. Yeah, I'm I'd thinking pedal. I'm thinking pedal Monopoly. Pedal Monopoly. Pedal company. See, now that would be interesting. So in England, the um, the top properties would be on Mayfair and Park Lane. I guess over there it would be like 42nd Street and Wall Street or something like that. Um, what would be the top pedals there? The Clarksdale from Wampler? <laughs> oh no that would be the equivalent of the old kent road which is the first square right, right. that and the talent booster yeah <laughs> yeah what's wrong with the talent booster i've seen that on someone's board this week you know you know i actually did i did not know this i just uh because you know i'm not like a guitar pedal history person at all but i did find out that mike matthews made an um was it a talent boost i think it might have been an ego boost 
He did make an ego boost, yeah. And he, like years and years ago, didn't he? Super ego and the ego boost. No, no, no. I mean, like in the 70s. Oh, really? Yeah. It was in an old guitar book that I found from, um, I think David Hunter, I think wrote it a long time ago. Hmm. It was like a history thing. I think it was, I think it was an ego. I know, and I know he has like an ego boost and some other ego products. He doesn't need an ego boost. No, I mean, as far as the product, I mean. Oh. Um, but yeah, I found it uh, found it interesting. Might, maybe it was a talent booster. No, no, it couldn't have been. I mean, anyways, we, yeah, we, let, let's pretend he didn't, because otherwise he's going to retroactively come back and sue you for everything you own. Well, I think, yeah, I understand where you're going there, but there's probably more confusion that there's two crayons. <laughs> that, thank you, thank you, you know? because I that does confuse me. That. For ages, I kept seeing a crayon and going, I saw this the other day, but it was a different pedal completely. Right. Um, I mean, look, we both know how difficult it is to find a unique pedal name, uh, but that one seemed pretty ununique, <laughs> non-unique, right? Right. Is there similarity well, remember, in the pedals at all? Do you remember when it, when that happened? I remember they came out like literally at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that JHS. So JHS obviously has the has the color box, which is right. the red section of the color box is what the crayon is. Yeah, and I, if I'm remembering correctly, JHS started teasing their crayon, I think, and then EHX dropped the full release, and then like obviously people knew what was coming because people had seen the the imagery. Right. For the JHS pedal. And, you know, but, you know, they know each other, Mike Matthews and, and Josh. And so they just both were like, well, we've both got too much money and time into this already. I guess we're both going to have a pedal called the Crayon. That's essentially <laughs> how it went. <laughs> and that is how gentlemen should decide competitive problems outside of the legal system. Right. Much, right. much which better is, than Which is why I'd like to talk about my new pedal this week called the JCM 800. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> it's uh, going to be followed up with much. my with my amp, the JCM eight hundred. Is that sort of like a <laughs> sort of like what Marshalls are, but like no, higher it's like gain? A Vox. It's like a Vox yeah, totally, style yeah. Amp. It's more like a Vox, totally different than a Marshall, but it's called the JCM eight hundred. Okay. Yeah. So okay. when you go look for amps, just ask for a JCM eight hundred. I'm sure they'll be fine. Of course. No, but I don't know. I mean, that is that is cool. It's it's cool that in you know like the guitar pedal world, people aren't yelling and like i'm gonna sue you for everything you got which is about a hundred pedals at this point apparently um yeah, that's <laughs> have we got that many oh, don't left? worry some people do that some people do that <laughs> some people do that yeah i mean it it surprises me that you know hollywood take an interest because we had the whole thing with the jhs pink panther i think it was mm -hmm. that was kind mm -hmm. of like eh, a bit similar to the pink panther the cartoon. well there's yeah yeah so i guess i'm talking pedal to pedal i mean there's a reason why we don't make a tumnus pedal with the little tumnus character anymore yes and it involves dollars and very expensive attorneys from companies outside of the pedal industry and a very angry <laughs> mouse with a baseball bat that came around to brian's house one evening <laughs> well i mean a lot of people may not remember this but years ago like i don't know maybe three four years ago Walrus had like a whole line of Star Wars pedals for uh, Black Friday or something like that, and they were oh, just really? 
straight up Star Wars. Like did they use there, no no insinuating that it was Star Wars. It was just Star Wars. Like stormtroopers and <laughs> X Wings and the mouse with the baseball bat did come around and say Yeah. <laughs> he's not gonna take that kindly. That, <laughs> he'd he'd probably also bring around his, his big dog with uh with the concrete shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, those a lot of people have questioned whether those were real. Like, oh, I feel like they did. Yeah, they did do this, and then they were promptly told to make them vanish from the internet. That's why you can't find them very easily. So are they worth yeah. money now? Should I start stockpiling? I'm sure they are. If if they ever, I don't even know if any made it out the door or not. I'm not really sure about that. I really wanted us to call one of our fuzzes in the past. Uh, a fuzzball after the uh, phrase from Star Wars, laugh it up, fuzzball. Mm -hmm. uh, and it would have just had like a hair button, you know, it would have been brilliant. And the graphics would have just been Chewie's bandolier. But oh, big old bad Brian over there said, <laughs> no, blah, 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 Star Wars, sue me, blah, blah, <laughs> you're out of a job now, you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. But Star Wars, you know, there's yeah. so much intellectual property has been put into uh, into that franchise. They're all over it. They've got they've got more lawyers than this country has. So you know, never never cross with Star Wars. Right. Well, and to be fair, it it is their stuff. So. It is their stuff. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, our new R two D two pedal ships on Friday. Right. Right. <laughs> it just whistles at you. And that's because it has. Two reverbs and two delays in it. That's why it's called that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Now, actually, there's an idea. That is. I, I'm going to write that name down. Our next pedal. R2-D2. No, 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 Brian. D2-R2. We'll get away with that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be no problems there. No They've got the Big there. Mac. We've got the Big Mick. <laughs> <laughs> Did any of you guys watch the yeah. uh, sequel to Coming to America? I started. It looked appalling. No, no, I didn't bother. Mm. Mm -mm. Yeah, that, that's another wasted I, franchise. I did rent the Foo Fighters documentary again, though. So, you know, it's nothing to do with that. But I love me some Foo. Again, controversially, everything I've heard by the Foo Fighters I've really liked. I don't think I've ever listened to one album. What? Huh? Yeah. Oh, oh I put that. Oh, I got that stuff in the playlist. I just let it go when I'm. You got. Red you got homework to do. Oh it. man, I've got some foo homework so to do for sure. You're list. So you, let me get this. I gotta take a headphone <laughs> off here for a sec. You're you're listening to David Bowie, and Pink Floyd, and you're like, eh, I can't listen to a Foo Fighters album all the way through, but I can listen to some damn Pink Floyd. I tell you what. <laughs> all right, Papa. <laughs> I mean, I think I've got some in my collection. I've just never really um, given it the time of day. I only discovered yeah. Audio Slave about uh, three years ago, and they were like what? the best band I've ever heard. I was like, wow, yeah. I love this band. Ah, oh, they're about 10 years old already, and oh, look, now the lead singer's no longer with us. So There's another good one called Soundgarden, too, you might check into. <laughs> you may have heard of them. Yeah. Small band from Dude, the Pacific Black Northwest. Hole Sun right. just played over and over on MTV during my university years. It's well, yeah, you got to listen to the other stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I am a fan of uh, their stuff for sure. Um, but the Foo Fighters is some, again, 
my daughter has listened to more Foo Fighters and Nirvana than me because I grew up when Nirvana, you know, when Nirvana hit was like my teenage years, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I was drinking in the pubs, listening to it, and because everyone liked it, I had to like something alternative. So I liked something really stupid instead. Um, I regret that now. I made a terrible mistake, much like <laughs> when I bought my bird's eye maple neck. But oh yeah, oh, that yes. bird's eye maple neck. But it isn't the bit of equipment that's giving me the most grief. Um, I I had some equipment grief this week, but luckily I know some people. That's the most important. You got to know some people. You have to also put on color in the shape as soon as we're done recording and just get through it, please. And just have that experience. Well, this can be an experiment for the next podcast. I shall review that album for you. We should, should, you know what we should do is um, Chris Shiflett, the other other guitarist with the other guitarist and Foo. Yes. uh, Chris Shiflett. Hush you. Um, no, he, uh, he's got a podcast. We and wonder if he good. would. Yeah, it's, it's great. Good. I wonder if he would be interested, interested in being a guest. Reach out. I have tried Brian. to get him on Tone Mob a few times and it has not worked yet. So really? Yes. But did you say you knew Brian Wampler? I think I he didn't. uses our stuff. I think he's got some of our stuff. That opens a lot of doors I've found. Uh, <laughs> Hello, I am associated with Wampler pedals. <laughs> <laughs> I know someone who knows someone that knows Wampler pedals. Um, I don't have his number. I thought I did. I don't. Oh man. Well, yeah. I want to talk to that guy first of all. His podcast. Well, he, he's obviously he's actually he's been a part of my musical life for a long time. He was in No Use for a Name. It was a mm-hmm. great band, and mm-hmm. then like he's been in a ton of projects. His solo yeah. stuff's really good, and yep. his podcast is fantastic. He has an interview with Merle Haggard on there that is so good, and then he is how I found my current favorite podcast. Cocaine and Rhinestones, because he had Tyler, who does that on. And in that podcast, if people aren't listening to that, just go listen to that podcast. Even if you don't like country music. Nose. It, it would. The Rhinestones would be rough. I, I wouldn't recommend that. Um, <laughs> but it's amazing. It's one of the best shows. It's so good. Yeah. All right, fellows. I got to wrap this up because uh, my bladder is telling me to. Okay. So... <laughs> don't lie. You've got a plant-based burger ready to eat. I can see it. Uh, I, I will say I listened to your last podcast the other day when I was uh, working out, Blake. It's a very good podcast with which, uh, which one forget, was that. Forget his name. It was the fellow from CME that started. Oh, Shelby. Yes. Yeah, Shelby Pollard. Yeah, yeah that one just dropped. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's a good one. Very good he's one. A, he's a good dude. Seems to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With an inter- interesting business idea, I like stuff like that. I wish stuff like that would go uh, go over here locally. But apparently, we only if, if it's not a tractor or guns, they don't really do it. Businesses don't do well. Here. I've got a business idea for you. Armored, tractors and guns? Armored tractors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so over that. Ugh. Right. Well, thank All you, right. gentlemen. Cheerio. It's been a pleasure as always. Bye-bye. See All right. Thanks for listening to the Chasing Tone podcast. As always, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can email podcast at wamplerpedals.com. Uh, that goes straight to me. Email Blake. Email info at tonemob.com. And Richard is richard at wamplerpedals.com. If you like this podcast, make sure to share it with your friends and others who might like it. If you'd like to show your support for the show, the simplest and free way to do that is just simply to share this with a friend. Uh, maybe leave a review and a rating wherever you normally get your podcast. Make sure to check out Blake's podcast called The Tone Mob. Uh, you can It's a great one as well. And make sure to check out Wampler Pedals. That's our website for blogs, videos, and of course, our little 
cone full gadgets, our little pedals and, and amplifier. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.